Welcome to Yoga Wisdom. Questions about how to live your yoga in daily life answered by Integral Yoga founder Sri Swami Sachidananda. That's why even if somebody wants to come and join in ashram, we take them as a sort of cast for a few days, see how much interested he is, where he is getting the benefit, or he is shaking somebody else. Not that because people come here, they are already strong. The very purpose of ashram yoga will is to give that protection. You have to have, like, how often I said, a tender plant has a, should have a fence around. Yes. And they are protected in a way. That is the reason why. But they are very strict in that. I admit, admire that, admit that. Here, I'm not that strict. Why? Because I don't think that uh, you are all just sort of Prisoners here. No. I don't want to put conditions. You have come of your own accord. You have to learn by your own freedom. If certain things are no good, suppose playing rock and roll music is no good. If I see play somebody, people playing rock and roll, I won't come and say, take that away. I would simply say it in a satsang, generally, gently, and go away. It's up to you people. If majority wants rock and roll, then what can we do? If majority wants to watch horror movies, what can you do? Then they have lost their purpose in coming. Yeah. Some people feel that their very life is a soap opera. But they never miss a soap opera. And they're adding more and more. I can't go and watch protecting everybody. Generally, I can say, coffee is no good. How many people have brewing coffee in their rooms, in their trailers? It's not my business to go and check, spy on everybody. And You came... I can only tell you, if you don't feel like, go ahead, what can you do? If I am going to be that strict, everybody should come to meditation, nobody should drink coffee, nobody should see the undesirable movies. Probably we'll have only a handful, five or six. True. In a way, it is even better that way. Better have a few lines Room for everybody, yes, but you can't put a rotten apple in a basket. Hmm. They should all be helping each other. They should all have the same interest. But if, if one person tries to shake the other people, then he is a rotten apple, because you cannot correct them, unless you are all strong. Then there are already people shaking, if you allow somebody to shake them more, 
We cannot allow that to happen. Yes, it's, it's really hard to form a good group and be that strong. So the people should keep up their interest with which they come first. But very soon it wanes. And when you see that somebody's interest is not there, somebody is not doing, the others should not hesitate to say, all right, this is not your place. You are not going to grow here anymore. You have not learned enough. Probably you, you are here not for your growth. You better go somewhere and experience something more and come. You are not ready for this. The others should jointly send, send them, give them a send-off. So it is the people who want to live a life, they should think of these things and say, what kind of people are helping us? What kind of company we are having? Is everybody helping each other? It's almost like a chain. Even if one link is weak, what is the use of a chain then? That's what you, you, you really have to understand the other side completely, well enough. And say, that's no good. It's not helping me. That's the very first lesson. Once you are positive about that, oh, the world and my normal thinking is not helping me, then it, it, it even becomes poison to you. First you begin that way. It need not be a poison, always. Then your attitude changes, then even the poison becomes nectar to you afterwards. In fact, in the beginning of my life, for several years, I, I even uh, disliked so much to correspond or even to, uh, being called by some of my relatives, brother or sister or somebody else in the old relationship. I didn't even want to see them anymore. Even if somebody comes and talks about them, I don't want to hear about that. It was more or less poison to me. Because I wanted to get out of the, the attachment from that life. So that, that becomes poison to me. Unless that becomes that way, you can't get out of it. Now it's no more poison. Because it's not affecting me anymore. But in the beginning, beginning anything that would renew your old past attachments, bring your past habits, That's what, when would you ask for help? Only when you realize that you are not helping yourself and all these things are not helping. When everything fails, like Arjuna, all his learnings, all his intelligence, nothing helped him. Then he turned around and said, I'm sorry, I'm terribly, I'm wasting my time on all these things. They are not helping me. They are my enemies. 
even even what happened with those 60s hippies why did they become hippies what made them leave their home go out into the jungle build teepees huh? get into drugs and things like that why they are comfortable big homes lot of money big cars everything why did they give up all that because they realized that they are, they are not helping them anymore they gave up they ran out like the boy janardana who came all the way from california leaving everything even the eyeglasses that kind of vairagya should come everything should be poison to you no 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 i had suffered enough again i want to say they are not really poison but to you at that moment they are poison they may become nectar later on but don't treat them as nectar don't even think that one day they will become nectar no they are poison they are deadly we have hundreds and thousands of songs like that all the great saints and sages have said that and they even talk about that in a disgusting manner what is that life what is this money what is this power what is this position what is this family i had enough all in a sort of dirty way why because only when you think of all the dirty things you get out of it you get disgusted instead you say ah still it was a little nice and that's enough to catch you again the first step is to have satsang good company satsangam if you are in a good company the bad thoughts bad company will not bother you and if you are free from bad company nisangatve nirmohatva moham the delusion is not there so any company that will give you delusion is a bad company because sometimes we may not know what company we are in hmm? are they good people is he a good friend hmm? to analyze that we should see how our minds are behaving what kind of thoughts we are developing and if you are going to be developing sort of low level thinking then probably the company is not helping you if you are in a good company you should be free from delusion at least it should help you to get out of it not to pull you into the mud 
So the minute you see something or somebody is pulling you into a, a life that you don't want to live anymore, you should know that that's not a good company for you. So a friendship is not just a friend. Not everybody can make a friend. And friend is not necessarily always to smile with you and to go for parties. A real friend should be able to help you in making you a better person. Who is a friend? A friend in need is a friend indeed. Hmm? Yeah. And what is your need? To maintain your peace. Hmm? To maintain your health and happiness. And your friend should be a good aid to that. Because often we may find it difficult to travel alone. The path is very rough, slippery, lot of potholes. <clears throat> so it's always better to have somebody who can help you, who can hold you and see that you don't slip. And such friends we should always look for and we should never lose such friends. There is a, an old country saying, Ara Ara Soluvar Pahevar. Sirike Sirike Soluvar Pahevar. Ara Ara Soluvar Nanbar. That means a friend often would make you cry. That means he is not necessarily always nice to you. Because he is like a mirror. The minute he, the mirror sees an ugly spot in your face, the mirror will not hide it and say, Oh, you are a very pretty girl. No. It won't hesitate to plainly show it. Hey, look at your ugly face. Go, oh, clean it. And that's what the mirror seems to say. And just because the mirror shows your ugly face, and if you get angry and give a punch, <laughs> you not only lose your mirror, you keep your ugly face also. So a friend need not always be to make you happy. A real friend will not hesitate to point out your mistakes. Those who hesitate to point out your mistakes are just there around you to exploit you because you are a little comfortable person. So just by being around, they can get something. They don't want to lose your friendship. Sometimes, oh, why should I say that? I don't want to lose his friendship. So it is for their benefit they are keeping 
their friendship with you. They are afraid of losing it. But a friend should think of your benefit, not their benefit always. And in case of need, he should be ready to give even his life. Friendship is Thiruvalluvar says in his Thirukural, Udukkai idandavan kaipola, Aange idukkan kalavadam natpu. Udukkai idandavan kaipola. Imagine you are just simply wearing a sort of loose dhoti or skirt without even a belt. All of a sudden, uh, something happens and you have to come out. And while standing or doing or talking to those people, all of a sudden the dress slips. Hmm? Your skirt slips. What would your hands do? Immediately. Eh? Eh? Immediately. <laughs> it won't even wait for a second. Hmm? And that is what you call friendship. Udukka idandavan kaibola. The man, the hands that help you to Hold your skirt when it falls down. Your friend should be like that. He should not even hesitate or wait to find out what is going to happen. Immediately jump in and do what all necessary. For listening to this Integral Yoga Multimedia Podcast, we hope you'll subscribe. For more information on Sri Swami Satchidananda and Integral Yoga, please visit us online at integralyoga.org.